0: My name is Bethany, and I'm a 19-year-old female from the UK. My story started when I was 18. I had just left college, and I was working part-time at a local bar before university in the fall. One day on my shift, I got a message from a college friend called Abigail. She said, Hey, did you know you're on this website? Confused, I had clicked on the link she sent. It was a really disturbing bottom of the internet level website, and the category was called internet sluts. My heart sank as I then saw multiple pictures of myself, both from my private Instagram and my Snapchat story. As my coworkers, old friends, and some family follow me, I've never posted any risky photos, just ordinary selfies when I felt good about myself. The worst thing was that my name and age was listed as well as hundreds of views and depraved comments threatening sexual assault towards me. As I scrolled further, there were stolen photos of all my former female classmates as well, some of them being close friends of mine. The weirdest part was that whoever had anonymously posted all of her photos had even gone to the extent to AI Photoshop some innocent images with naked models, creating fake indecent images of my classmates. The worst part was this account had been active for over a year, while some of us hadn't even turned 18 yet. What concerned me the most was a lot of these women had clearly been hacked, with some very private photos posted. However, all of the ones of me were unedited, straight from my Instagram, with no further hacking into other social medias. I had no idea why whoever this was had spared me from the hacking. Although I was grateful my very personal photos were not leaked, It was somehow more concerning as to why I was the only one less severely attacked. I felt extremely nauseated in my shift, and tears welled up in my eyes, causing others to ask me what was the matter. I have previously been in an abusive relationship, mentally and physically, so some of these vile comments reopened some old wounds for me. I left the bar to freak out in private, yet luckily my partner was there too, and he was a great comfort. I contacted the police immediately, listed the site's name and how damaging it was for me and all the other women to have our photos stolen like this. The website had thousands of stolen images, from friends to sisters to cousins and even mothers. The police were unhelpful, inferring that if you don't want indecent photos shared, don't take them in the first place. Through an intense amount of sobbing, I explained that these photos were stolen and I highlighted that my photos specifically were not suggestive, but were still subjected to these depraved men. Even if they were sexual, they were personal photos, and that is surely illegal to upload them to such a website. It felt like 101 victim blaming, so I ended up hanging up after giving them all the information I had. A few days passed, and social media was a wildfire of college girls all reporting the same thing by the same person. The worst part was who did it. Abigail messaged again, explaining who did this to us all. People say that it's always the person that you least expect, but when this happens, it's devastating. It was Charles. Charles was a close friend of mine for five years, and we had what I thought was a rare 100% platonic supportive friendship that I truly valued. He even stayed in my place with our other friends multiple times and bonded with my family. My dad loved him so much that he had often carpooled with them, and they formed their own friendship. I was devastated to find out it was him. I texted him frantically, asking how he could do this to me, to all of us. He just put a simple, I'm sorry, and then blocked me. It's been a few months now more than seven police reports have been made about him and his behavior despite all that no arrest has been made i really hope one day that justice is served in its own way and i can't believe women get treated this way by their so-called friends it's absolutely despicable and disgusting so for some background i used to be poor as hell and I had a female friend who had encouraged me to get into cam girl stuff. If I could go back in time and change it, I never would have done it. I wish I'd just kept struggling and trying to get a better job instead of exploiting myself like that, but I was young, desperate, and naive. I was only 19, trying to save money to go to college. I have no contact with my family for reasons that aren't important, relying only on myself. Sadly, though, one of my friends wasn't a positive influence on me. I followed her advice, and I would advertise my stuff on Twitter and some other places. Part of me was relieved to be earning money, but I knew deep down that what I was doing was really depressing and grim. But I just felt trapped, and I was so desperate for money. I didn't rake in millions or anything like that but I earned enough to be able to save for college and pay rent on my shitty place. One of my regular clients, who I'll call Bill, was always very enthusiastic, constantly throwing money at me and complimenting me. He never asked me to do anything that felt degrading, so I preferred dealing with him over some of the other guys. I never saw his face because his profile was blank, and when I did private web stuff for him, he always had his camera off. I knew he was there because, well, let's just say he made his presence known. Sometimes he'd ask to talk to me, no sexual stuff, and that was always a relief. Looking back, I guess this was a red flag, but at the time I was just glad to feel like I was being treated like a human again, as opposed to a sex doll. I never told him anything personal, I just listened to his problems. Now, I know this was him using me in a way, but I prefer being an emotional punching bag over anything else. He told me about his rough upbringing and how he felt lonely, etc. I felt sad for him, and I offered some advice at times, but I mostly just listened to him. One day, after two months of this, he had asked for my phone number. I told him I couldn't give out that information, and he started to guilt trip me. I started talking about how lonely he is, how he's never had a friend or even a girlfriend, how he's a virgin and he really struggles to connect with people. I felt uncomfortable, but I still refused to give him my number. I told him I was sorry, I didn't mind chatting to him through a webcam, but I didn't feel comfortable giving my actual contact details out. He told me that he thought we were friends, and I stupidly said that we were, but that I just had to be careful. He seemed to understand and everything went on as normal for a few more weeks. I was hoping I'd have enough money to start college by the time I was 20 to 21. I'd managed to get a better job with better pay, but I had kept up with the camp stuff because I was really just desperate to have enough money. I just wanted this phase of my life to be over, which is sad. It's never nice to wish your life away, but this period was rough my friend was now trying to discourage me from even going to college telling me i should just stick with the cam stuff and going on about how i could end up super wealthy from it etc she offered to be my manager and it was then that i realized she only persuaded me to join in the first place because she wanted to be my pimp or something i felt a sense of betrayal when i realized this and i tried my best to cut her off she would still show up in my work though all friendly as if I wasn't obviously distancing myself from her. Without this friend, I really had no one. Well, except for Bill. We continued just talking sometimes, and one day he told me that I seemed sad. I didn't tell him about anything that was going on in my life, but he tried to get it out of me for a good five minutes before he dropped it. When Bill had been a client for about four months, he started telling me that I should quit the cam girling and he told me he was rich enough to take care of me. I told him I appreciated that, but that I wouldn't be doing this forever. I had other plans. He was quiet for a long time, and it was really awkward, but I always had to let him lead the conversations. He asked what my plans were, and I thought there would be no harm in telling him that I planned to go to college and make something of myself. This made him go silent again, before he did a 360, and then snapped that a girl like me was nothing but a whore, and that girls like me don't need to waste time in school. I was shocked at his outburst, and it really stunk, but I couldn't show it. I was scared to defend myself, so I just stared at him like an idiot. He then started crying, and he told me he didn't mean that. He just didn't want to lose me because he loved me. I was very uncomfortable at this point, and internally freaking out, but I didn't know what to do so I told him it was okay and to try and calm down. He then disconnected from the chat, and I didn't hear from him for a week. I was starting to think that that was the end of Bill, when I had received a message on Twitter from what seemed like a random spam account. It was a message that simply said, I love you, and it had my full name. I froze. I always used an alias on the campsite and any social media associated with it, but I knew that it had to be Bill. I mean, he said he loved me in our last chat. I was really scared, but I had no one to talk to about it. I then replied, asking, who is this? But they didn't respond. Well, a few days later, I received a message on my private Instagram, the one that wasn't associated with the campsite, and I immediately felt sick when I saw the profile picture. It was a photo of me in a compromising position, clearly taken from the campsite. I recognized the scene, and I knew it had to have been Bill because the image was from a private call with him. I felt like crying, honestly. I had some old friends on my personal social media. The thought of them seeing it made me panic, and the thought of my family somehow seeing it despite our no contact, well, it made me feel sick. I know that I put myself out there and I know the people who paid for it are arguably messed up, but I don't think I deserve to have private shit like that exposed. It was supposed to be only for Bill to see, and I didn't want any of this connected to me outside of my alias and my persona on the campsite. I just felt so violated and disgusting. I immediately messaged back, saying that I knew this was Bill, and to please not share screenshots of our private meetings. I reported the profile multiple times, praying Instagram would delete it, and thank God they actually did. Well, a few hours later, you guessed it, another profile then appeared. This time, however, it was posting images of me and tagging me in them. I was shaking uncontrollably now, and I was crying. I was messaging the account, begging them to remove them and to please stop this. I said that I knew it was Bill, and I told him if he actually loved me, he wouldn't do this and that I'd do anything to make him stop posting these screenshots. When I said this, he finally responded, confirming that it was him behind the account and that he'll only stop if I promised to not go to college. I told him that he couldn't say that and he ignored me. As the hours ticked by, more accounts with compromising images of me then appeared. This time, however. Bill had started tagging some of my old friends. This was my worst fear, and honestly, I considered ending it all right then and there. I know that's very dark to admit, but it's how I felt. I just thought, wow, I fucked up my whole life, and for what? To go to college faster? But at the same time, I was really barely even surviving before, never mind saving money as much as I'd wish i just kept struggling for a bit. Poverty makes you do some crazy shit sometimes. One of my old school friends still had my number and she actually video called me. She actually saved my life that night. She asked me if I was okay and what was going on before then telling me that I had to compose myself and go to the police. I told her that I couldn't because I'd brought it on myself and she told me that wasn't true, and that I didn't have to put up with this. She told me I didn't have to face it alone, and that she wanted to help me. I was so overwhelmed, but I did what she suggested, and I contacted the police. I was genuinely surprised that they took me seriously, and my old school friend, who I'll call Alice, while she was with me every step of the way. I wasn't living that far from my hometown, And we'd only lost touch because i just up and left for a fresh start. And we were both so busy with our own lives that we fell away. As I was saying, the police took me seriously. They told me it didn't matter if I'd done these things on camera for Bill. He had no right to put them online. They tracked him down, and he turned out to be a middle-aged, financially comfortable man with a wife and kids. He was actually seen as a pillar in his community but behind closed doors, he was just a sleazeball. He only got two years in prison for what he did, but I guess something was better than nothing. His wife blamed me for it all. Apparently, she said I was a slut who stole her and her husband's money. I'm 21 now, and I finally made it to college. Alice insisted that I moved in with her and her family until I'm on my feet again. The reason I don't talk to my own family is because they choose substances over everything else. They weren't very interested in what I went through. They weren't even mad or disgusted. Just completely disinterested. Anyway, Alice and her family had let me stay with them for a while. I got rid of my cam stuff, literally burned all the shit I used for the streams and videos, and I closed all the accounts associated with it. I even deleted my personal social media except for my Facebook. It was honestly embarrassing showing face, I can't lie, but I was really lucky to be able to get two jobs that paid decent. I'm in college now, eventually being able to move to the next state over to do it. I still talk to Alice and will always be friends. I honestly owe so much to her and her family. They didn't even have to take me in, but they did. I'm sorry this is so long, but I'm sharing because the world is honestly a fucked up place. A lot of exploitation happens, and it's rough out there. You shouldn't be judged if you did what I did. You aren't a disgusting person. But that's sad that so many women feel they have no option but to go into what I did out of desperation. I can't make financial struggles disappear, but I really hope that someday we live in a world where no one feels like gaming, that anything like that is their only option. You will always be a full human who deserves respect no matter what. I've started therapy to deal with all my shit, and I think it's helping. I hope anyone listening to this knows that there's always another option. The world is tough, but you're tougher. It isn't your fault if people take advantage of you or hurt you. You didn't make someone hurt you. They chose to do that freely. Always speak out when someone hurts you. And as for Bill, I hope when he gets out of jail that he continues the rest of his life in the prison of his own mind. He deserves to feel like shit forever for what he's done to me. He'll never win. I'm a 24 year old female, and this incident occurred back when I was 18. I joined Tinder because it's what my friends were doing. And I wanted to fit in. I had my age range set to like 18 to 21, and a woman came in my profile who was clearly not in that demographic. She was obviously at least 40-ish, but her age was set to 21. I found it weird as hell, and I had swiped left to get rid of her. I didn't think much about it, though. You see lots of weirdness on dating apps. In case anyone doesn't know, You can link your instagram to tinder but it doesn't reveal your username it just shows people some extra photos from your feed but they can't see any identifying info so long as it's not in a photo i had my instagram linked and a few days later i had received a message request it was from that older lady that i'd swiped away from i honestly have no idea how she found me my instagram wasn't private I was so stupid at 18, and I thought I was invincible. I clicked on her profile, and her page wasn't private. Her photos consisted of her in fancy places, nice vacations, restaurants, etc. I wouldn't say that she was deliberately showing off. Her photos just showed that she seemed to go out very often. I know this was the worst possible decision, but I decided to accept her message request simply to ask how she found me. Present-day me would love to shake old me into oblivion, but like I said, I was very stupid at the time. Her message just said, "'Hey,' and I responded with, "'Hi, I saw you on Tinder a while ago. How did you find me on here?' She replied right away, as if she'd been staring at her screen waiting for me to respond. She just said, "'I have my ways.' with a winky face, which I found creepy. I straight up asked what age she was, and I called her out for lying on her profile, as there was no way she was 21. She told me that she was 50 and had accidentally set her age to the wrong age. That was such a bullshit excuse, but I didn't know what to say, so I ignored her. She sent me another message a while later trying to make conversation, and I stupidly started talking to her. She started asking how I was, and just making general chit-chat. The conversation then began to take a turn. She asked me if I'd ever been with an older woman before, and I obviously said no. She said that I seemed super mature for my age, which made me cringe because I wasn't falling for that line. She asked if we could be friends, and honestly, part of me wondered if she was lonely or something, and I felt bad for her. I said that i was always open to new friends but that i found it weird that she somehow found me on instagram and had lied about her age she reminded me the age thing was apparently a mistake and she made a joke about being old and bad with technology which i also cringed at i just had a bad feeling and i was conscious of my own stupidity i didn't say anything else and the next day i saw that she had asked me for my snapchat I replied saying that I didn't think someone her age who was bad with tech would use Snapchat, and her reply was again just asking me to add her. I said no, and I thought that was the end of it because she didn't reply for days. That is until Saturday morning. She messaged me, asking if I wanted to go downtown with her to a bar. I replied saying, no sorry, I don't feel comfortable meeting someone double my age. I know that some people might say this was rude of me, but I just found her super weird. I just really don't see why a 50-year-old woman would be interested in an 18-year-old, especially considering how dumb I was back then. But then again, she probably wanted to have someone naive and dumb because no one her own age wanted her. Also, I'm in the US, so I couldn't go out for drinks with her, and she obviously knew that. So, I didn't understand why she even asked that in the first place. She became aggressive, and she called me a frigid little bitch. I was shocked, and then she said, God, I can't believe you girl, damn it. I was so angry now, and I told her it was no wonder she was going after me, because no sane woman her own age would ever want someone like her. She told me I was homophobic and sexist for comparing her to a man which I literally didn't do. I told her that, and she just called me a stupid bitch. I then blocked her because I just had enough, but I was upset. I told one of my friends, and she told me that I basically let her on by continuing to talk to her. Maybe she had a point, but I don't think I deserve to be called names. I was just upset because I had never been spoken to like that before, and I barely had any dating experience at that time. I ended up just deleting Tinder. I made my Instagram private too. Well, two months passed, and what happened was well in the past. I was enjoying college and meeting new people that way. One day I got a snap notification, and what do you know, it was from that weird old woman. I almost dropped my phone in shock, and I immediately blocked her, again, no idea how she found my Snapchat. A few days later, I got another message from a blank Instagram account, and it said, Hey, sorry for my outburst, but I'd really love to take you out. How about going to that bar? I was so freaked out, and I blocked that account too. My friend told me to go to the police, but I didn't. I had heard many stories of them not doing anything because the person hasn't technically caused harm. Anytime I went out though, I felt like I was being watched, but I'm sure I was all in my head, as I had never saw the woman in person, but she lived somewhere near me, so the thought of bumping into her just scared me. For the next few weeks, she kept making new Instagram accounts to send me messages. Sometimes her messages were full of insults, and sometimes they were creepy and sexual, A few times, she'd wrote me long paragraphs detailing how she'd take my virginity. It made me feel sick. I never told her I was a virgin, but she was right in her assumption, so it freaked me out even more. I was too scared to tell my mom because she's the type to throw hands if anyone is hurting me. But eventually, after about six months of dealing with this shit, I did. She told me to delete my social media, which I was hesitant to do. But I knew she was right. I mean, what else was there to do? It seemed like it was the only way to make it all stop. A year had passed, and I was now 19. I was in a relationship now with someone that I met away from any apps. She knew about my past stalker, and I decided to create an Instagram again now that so long had passed. Well, as unbelievable as it sounds, that crazy woman found me again. I had the Instagram up for like two months and it was private and I received a message from her. Same old shit. She said that she missed me and again asked if I would go to a bar with her. I was truly speechless. I blocked her and I changed my username but she found me again on a different account. My girlfriend had told me to just delete my account because it's really not worth going through all that again and I knew she was right but it felt so unfair. I was only 19 years old, and I couldn't have a social media presence because some lunatic had latched onto me for whatever reason. It was so disturbing to think that even after a year, she must have still searched for me regularly to try and keep tabs on me. When I turned 21, I honestly felt nervous in bars and clubs, just in case that woman was lurking in the shadows. She could guess my age as the years went by and I was always kind of paranoid. I graduated at 22, and it was a huge relief to know that I could finally move away from the city I was in. I can't give anything away about where I am or what I'm doing now, because I'm still paranoid about this woman, but I'm somewhere far away from her, and I'm doing good now. My relationship at 19 didn't last, but I found my forever person now. I don't really care about social media anymore, and I've sworn off of it forever. It's simply too risky to be on there. I wouldn't be surprised if that woman still searched me up from time to time, despite the fact that it's now been six years. I don't understand how she even has the time. My partner isn't on social media either, but it's really hard sometimes with my family and friends. They can post photos if I'm in them because we're so paranoid about that crazy woman somehow finding them. I don't understand how she always found me or how she even got my Snapchat. I don't think I mentioned, but I deleted that too just so she couldn't continue harassing me. I can only imagine what wild shit she'd say now now that I'm over 21. She'd probably still demand that I go to a bar with her. If this woman ever hears this... All I have to say is, I really hope we never meet again, and stay away from me. I pray that she never latches on to another young girl, and that she gets the help she clearly needs. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay.